Now recording. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of a podcast. Like we haven't settled on the name for it yet. Deep dives with, with Zach and Luke. I'm good for it. There we go. There we On go. Top of the dome. Boom. So, for those who didn't listen to the last uh, podcast, I'll regret making first. First, shame on you. <laughs> Second, if there's ever an episode to listen to, it's the last one because you get to hear me talk about getting reverse swept. How often do you get to hear that in a podcast? I mean, if, I mean, if that's not a hook, I don't know what is. Um, but third, I also closed out the episode by saying I was going to start this collab here with Luke. Uh, it's something we've been talking about in the uh, podcast SHL podcast Discord server for a while, where uh, yeah, a lot of podcasts kind of follow the same formula or format, including my own, if I'm honest, where it's a, you have an introduction, maybe you hit a couple of hot topics or pressing issues in the league at the time, then you go to your questions thread, and then if you're not in an hour yet, you talk about music or fantasy or literally anything to fill 15 minutes or you're like me and say screw it i'm out and just record a 45 minute podcast because i don't like talking that much um this is going to be a little different um that's an idea luke and i have been throwing around for a while um in the podcast server where basically we're going to go into each episode with a topic and i use topic very broadly because it could be maybe a league logistical issue. It could be, you know, a controversial subject. In this case, in the case of this episode, we're just going to pick a time period, honestly, and just look back on it with the benefit of hindsight. Um, but it's got to be something each episode that we dive in, and that'll be our fo focus, easy for me to say, uh, of each episode. And I'm really looking forward to it because Luke is a freaking monster when it comes to like studying this stuff and i'll probably just say a lot of stupid shit and try to keep the train rolling um but also it's just gonna be cool to record with a guest and or a co-host in this case like normally i don't even record a lot with guests at all but to have a regular co-host is not something i've ever had with my podcast so really looking forward to this i don't know if luke is but yeah, I am. It's uh, it's gonna be cool because you know I started out in season forty three or season forty two technically, so it's kind of mm -hmm. going through what uh, the journey. Because like I don't know anything else, in like really in depth, other than season forties. Season thirties, right. like I know of like broadly, mm -hmm. and then season twenties were like, oh, indexes are missing, and then season tens and below. Who knows? Like, Oh, you just hear stories um, from JY and the Simmer <laughs> is on the team that won the cup. Totally legit, you know. So to, to specify, because I'm not sure I actually hit it in the intro. Um, I don't think so. We'll be we, we will be discussing this the 40s in this first episode from season 40 to season 49. And I'm sure some people will listen to that and be like, "Well, that's boring. That's the decade that just wrapped up." You know, now we're in season well entering season 51. But really, it's a fascinating time period to look at. And I realized that the more and more I looked into it preparing for this episode because of how much 
the site has changed and the league has changed just in that 10 season window. I mean, just for an example, like Luke said, he wasn't even here in, in season 40. Um, we're talking about, you know, basically at this point, two years ago, uh, it's the like, past two years of like the year league. and three fourths. Right. So Luke did the math. I don't do math. Well, um, I just checked the, the entry draft of season 40. It was in March. And then I came in in like the end of summer. Exactly. So season 40 <laughs> draft was March 13th. Well, no, the OP was posted March 13th of 2018. Uh, the date was probably lost to formatting Gremlins as we moved to the new site because back in season 40, we were still on the shl.b1.jsync.com. <laughs> I Actually, mean, that's one the day of the... after, by the way. Okay. The draft happened Perfect. the 14th. There you go. So, uh, in fact, I, I just, for curiosity's sake, pulled up the old site. And sure enough, there's a season 40 Calgary Dragons banner on it so the more things change the more they stay the same there's no jizz on this one though that's good i feel like that's a big plus anytime you can avoid having jizz on your championship banner yeah i just you know like on the left hand side we can just mute the banner or whatever or you can just like i've heard that i can't say i've ever done it i'm doing that this season that's fair admittance last year last season was fire I agree. Um, Gek made one again. It's not as fire yes. as last season, but it's really good. It's pretty good. I often wonder though when people see that the first if the first time they come to the SHL, are they amazed that somebody took that much time on paint sig, or do they think these guys actually put a paint banner on the site? You know what? That's interesting. I don't know. You have to ask one of the rookies. We'll have to. Somebody on the rookie committee, you know, get back to us on that. I'm sure there's dozens, literally dozens of people on the rookie committee listening to this podcast. Every every one of the people on the rookie committee are listening to this right now. I, I'm willing to place $5. Uh-huh. Like, well-established, my best friend on the SHL happens to be the head of the rookie committee. Will she listen to this podcast? Yes or no, Luke? No. <laughs> no. Okay. She's too busy for that. College be crazy, man. It does be. It be like that sometimes. It really do be like that sometimes. Anyway, enough rambling about that. So, um, just to put a paint the picture a little bit of how much change we've seen since season 40 some highlights going into that season or from that season we mentioned the season 40 draft connor mcgregor taken first overall in a draft that also featured such uh highlights as otis b driftwood third round pick god mczerl uh walter hobbs also went in the third round uh Enzio Kauju went eighth to a team called the Seattle Riot. You may or may not be familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, that's it. Reginald was Rowe. Not, 
is yeah. good on Manhattan. He reached like 1,400 TPE before dipping. Oh, hey, look, there is a Hippos player, ST Tabernacle Fleur de Lis La Poutine the third. Mm-hmm. That was that was a happening. Uh, there was two forfeits in the first round, which is something that we don't see often. Was what was that San Francisco forfeit still remnant from Wally trying to murder the team? I think so. I, I think don't know so. What Texas was. I am not sure what Texas would have gotten forfeited for. I can't say I remember either. I'll tag JY see what he comes back with. Perfect. It's always good to have a phone a friend. The leading scorer in the SHL that season, and the player who should have won MVP, but that's neither here nor there, was Chris York with 78 points in 50 games. But apparently if you don't make make playoffs, it doesn't matter if you have 12 more points over a 50-game season than anybody else. 36 goals. 36 goals. 42 assists. Yeah. Leading goal scorer and assist getter. And I don't even know if he got nominated that season. Uh, I'm going to have to look now. Yeah, this is going to be a podcast of many tabs. Many, many tabs. SHL history. Awards. That didn't work. Awards show. That's what it's, I'm looking it's an for. It's an awards show. Yeah, season 40. Hosted by Nor. Okay, he did get a Mexico nominee. That's good. Victor Vorkumhamfer is also on there. For some reason? Who's Victor Vorkumhamfer? Oh, that was a kit. Yeah, but where is he on, like, the the leading scorers? (laughs) Uh... Was he on Buffalo? He was on Buffalo. Okay, let me check that. He was dead last in the league, and he... 39 points? How did he get nominated? Oh, so, by the fans. Yeah, you're looking at the Con oh, Trophy, which is part of the I was looking the at problem. the Con Trophy by accident. Hold on. Yeah. So I can okay, answer I that for say. you. Probably all of Buffalo voted for him as a meme. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Uh, Buffalo has that. that power. Buffalo does have that power. But, yeah, because, okay, so Luke Atme, Joe Kay, and Chris York, that's a respectable top three. Yeah. Um, I would have given it to York, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I was Danny, livid at the time. Danny Foster was still in the league at the time. Danny Foster was still in the league. Was he like old? He was old-ish. I think this would have been his first season of regression. Interesting. Because I want to say he was a season 30. He was either season 29 or season 30. I was in juniors at the same time season, as Danny Foster. He was season 29. Okay. I remember. So that. his second send down season was. No. His first send down season. No. Yeah, no, I'm right. S- second send down season would have been my rookie season in the SMJHL. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. 
we were close-ish in SHL age. Okay. And then I have the answer, by the way. Well, I have partially an answer. JY says it was Fobo, Conklin Owens. I believe he did something, but I don't remember what. Checks out. You know what? So. If we could have just looked at uh, the announcements of the punishments. See, the problem I've run into with that is depending on literally which side of the bed the commissioner at the time rolls out of, it might have been posted in suspensions. It might have been posted in SHL announcements. It might have just been posted in announcements. It's really hard to track that shit down. Coolab ban, pingy ban. Okay, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's an announcement. See what I mean? Yep. (laughs) You're already running into the exact problem I'm talking about. Uh, huh. The Jets won the President's Trophy in season forty. That was pretty cool. I was good back then. Were you on the Jets? I was on the. I I spent my whole career on the Jets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you won that one cup. I won. I won forty-four. Two cups, yeah. sir. Tomato, tomato. Sir, I am a two-time Challenge Cup champion. But you were only around for one of them. I was so. only around for one. When was the other one? Season 41 or something like that? 37. 37? Okay, okay. Yeah. Back back in the dark days of double shifting. Yeah, that double shifting, the Z style. Yeah. Um, so. so I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're just going to assume Phobos screwed up and call it good. Um, How does this like not get... Like, where is it? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's welcome to the SHL. So just to think, as you look through these indexes, though, or indices or whatever. Yeah. So at this time, the Seattle ride existed. Yeah, with Sammy, right? Yeah. That's still Sammy, yeah. Um, probably. Uh, judging by the nine and thirty-seven record. Yeah, that's Sammy, all right. Oh, yikes! Um, the Prince George Firebird still existed before ML moved them away to Anchorage of all places. The Montreal Militia still existed. Mm-hmm. The Colorado SMJHL team. Was the mammoths? Yep. Uh, back when Insight was still jamming there. Yes. In fact, so the listed actually hell. I've got the old side open. This has got to be a real. Let's let's take a laugh at this at who the sub the forum heads are, which may not be up to date, but it'll get us in the neighborhood. So. This is Vancouver, I'm pretty sure. According to this, Finn was Buffalo GM, of course. Of course. Uh, Hamilton was Halsey and Goonie. <laughs> the dynamic new- duo right there. JY and Manhattan, which I didn't realize it had honestly been that long with JY. I, yeah, I feel old now. Jesus. Yeah. Which I guess he took over not long after season 38. 
Yep, he took over, and then he didn't and the have team a good imploded. GM. Yep, and then yes. he didn't have a good GM until me, because Gek was a ride. Right. Uh, Minnesota is listed as Andy, BJ, Argar, Bargar, and Baylor Swift. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say one of those is false. Mm-hmm. I feel I like think probably, Argar wasn't. I feel like Argar probably just has that title because he probably did a bunch of history shit for them or something. Yeah, Baylor was GM at the time. I'm almost positive of that. Uh, New England was Toivo and Storm. Okay, yeah. I remember Tor- that. Toronto was Sim, of course. Mm-hmm. West Kendall was still uh, Bojo and JR. Mm-hmm. I thought Bojo was GM until like season 44, and then I realized that JR was like the no. actual real GM because I thought Bojo was like the co GM or whatever. Or, no, no, I thought Bojo was a GM and GI was still a co GM. Right. Yeah. Calgary was Cookies and Asa. Hmm. Weird. Edmonton was Carlson's and Ace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Ace and Edmonton. That's another thing that happened in the 40s. Oh, I, I remember that. I yeah. remember when Ace went to New England. When that was. That was a happening. <laughs> he almost uh, retired uh, his player. Yeah. Uh, LAP was Wasty and Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Francisco was Grapehead and Joester. Remember Joester? Wasn't that like uh, as a joke? No, pretty much. If it wasn't, it might as well have been. I think it was a joke. The, the, his only contribution to the site as San Francisco Pride co-GM was coming up with Roll Pride. Yep. That, that's it. That's the list. Uh, Seattle is listed as Rice, Abdizi, and Sammy. Yeah, I remember Rice was, was a GM at the time. Abdizi, I think, was just stepping down, if I remember Probably. correctly. And then Sammy with Kojium or something like that. Texas had JP and Dancoa. Oh, the dynamic duo. And Winnipeg was MW Hazard and LB. Oh, wait, LB was a Kojium there? LB spent time as Kojium of the Winnipeg Jets. Bro, I still don't like LB. I can't say. I, I can. He has that effect on people. It's nothing that he did, like, on site. It was because he made cash considerations and Vancouver trapped him in the second round, and then he just didn't update. (laughs) So, a funny thing about that, I remember in the GOMHL at the time, he also had a player named Cash Considerations. Mm -hmm. And Cash Considerations got traded to the team I was on at the time. I don't even remember what team I was on at the time, but we traded for LB. And... When the trade went through, like one of the head office people was like, Yeah, we can't process this trade. You can't have cash considerations in a trade. <laughs> and it, I was on Montreal, Evoc was GM, and Evoc was like, You're joking, right? And they're like, No. And she's like, Why can't we trade for cash considerations? And they're like, You can only trade for players. And she's like, No, <laughs> player. the player's name is cash considerations. Oh, I'm still around, by the way. It exists. 
Okay. I recreated there recently and made a goalie uh, to see if it was something I'd be interested in doing with my SHL recreate if I still hate myself when I'm done with Nikolai. Mm-hmm. Fun thing about the GMHL, you're not required to play your backups at all. Oh, wow. I remember I won a cup on Gamo on, I think it was Toronto mm-hmm. with Nick Talks. Right. I was gritty. I was a, a enforcer defenseman. So yeah, in my rookie season, I made four backup appearances. Um, yeah, just riveting stuff. Really fun to keep up with the index when you literally <laughs> play uh, 120 minutes over the course of an 80 game season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really phenomenal. Anyway, uh, Detroit was Wozy and Waters. Okay, that makes sense. Halifax was Dizzy and TDZ. I remember that briefly. Montreal was Erm and Keegan. I remember that. St. Louis was TML and a Joe. Yep. So course. Joe. Joe, basically. Uh, Colorado was Insight and Flappy Giraffe. Yep. Very uh, nice. Kelowna was Nor and Thunder. That ended well. I remember that a lot. Yep. Mm. Prince George was ML and Sleepy. Mm-hmm. And Vancouver was drunken Teddy and Adam and some prick named Adamantia. Yeah, I can, so I can, we can trace Vancouver's lineage of um, handing down GM to co-GM since Jr. back in the early season thirties until um, it ended with me. <laughs> huh? Yeah, it ended with me because the uh, HO went to mcp interesting yeah i i know that would have been way after i was in smjhlho i'm stupid yeah anyway. it, was, it was way after yeah you weren't ever on the site when i was on in smjhlho probably no i don't think so i don't Wait, remember why i stepped were, down you were but... around when storm was around here right yes i remember adam complaining about storm a lot yeah. And management chat. I think yep. you were still HO there, but I had no idea who you were. Right. Fair enough. So we've I think we've done a good job here of laying the framework of how freaking long ago season forty was. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people that are sometimes inactive now. Yeah. Yeah. Um so not only have lots of those names changed, but we've added six teams across the three leagues. We had expansion in SHL, SMJHL, and IHF. Um, Triple IHF, yep. Yes. Um, for the SMJHL, uh, Prince George moved to Anchorage. Yeah. Uh, Mammoths moved or renamed itself to Colorado uh, yep. Raptors. And then we added the old classics of Anaheim Outlaws and the Lethbridge Lethbridge Alliance. Yep. Were you you would have been GM around the time of the SMJHL expansion, right? Uh yeah, it was Glicks and I's wait. Where was that? Because when did Adam step down? Yeah, Adam stepped down. It was either my first season or second season as GM. 
Mm-hmm. It was when that really big Reddit draft came through. Which would have been the draft I recreated into, season 46. Yeah, season 46. I forget when Adam stepped down, but it was mm-hmm. the first or second season I became co-GM. And that was a real hectic time. Yeah. And that's when, like, GMs were freaking out about, like, not having enough room for people. Right. Blah, 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 blah. So, like, all right, let's bring back two people. All right, and then let's make the GMs um, Dangles and... Uh, crap, I'm not forgetting his name. Uh, Bird. Danby. Danby. Yes. Yeah, Bird. Yeah, one of those worked out. Yeah, Bird definitely did not work out. <sighs> Great person. Not active enough to be a GM. Especially no. an SMJHL GM. Right. Um, yeah, and then for the SHL, Seattle moved to Tampa Bay when JSS mm-hmm. took over in season 46. Chomp, chomp, water dog. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then Chicago Syndicate was created by Velvera. Yep. And then Joe Kay and TDZ made New Orleans Spectres. And yes. brought along a bunch of Seattle people in free agency. Right. I mean, they brought... I mean, they raided free agency altogether. They got they some from, like, Edmonton... And, a lot of Edmonton. Yeah. Mostly all of Edmonton. I know Winnipeg, they got, I don't know, was Nicholas Williams free agency or was that the expansion yeah, draft? Uh, free agent. I wanted to say free agent. Yeah. Free agent. Yeah. Um, and then for I, IHF, um, Czechoslovakia became Czechia. And then we added Switzerland. Well, and, you're forgetting and, a step. They went from Czechoslovakia to Czech Republic. No, we didn't. Yeah, you did. We did. You totally did. I don't think so. I'm willing to argue this point on you. No, 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 no. It was always Czechoslovakia, but unofficially we were the Czech Republic. I I don't believe you. No, I I guarantee it. Actually, oh no, because they're both both aren't online. Whatever. Um basically Czechoslovakia to Czech Republic and then Czechia. Right. Yeah. And then Japan and Twist was created as well. Oh, I didn't turn off my Discord pings. I always keep it off. <laughs> I get too many. Okay. So, season 45, Czechoslovakia. What does the season 46 index say? Czechoslovakia. Oh, it did go straight to Czechia. Son of a bitch. Yeah. I was wrong. You win. That's right. Okay. Dude, wow. I was a part of that. I was a part of the discussions of moving it to just <sighs> I think I know. I, I I don't trust anybody from Czechia, honestly. Why? You don't trust me? No. Damn. It, it really do be like that sometimes. I think we found the episode of the first. Nope. Scratch that. Reverse it. I think we found the title. Really <laughs> the first cool. episode. It really be do like that. There, there's your uh, uh, Willy Wonka reference of the night. Um, yeah. So one thing that's fascinating to me, looking back on this time period, is especially from the SMJHL standpoint, because I remember during the 30s in the SMJHL, which at pretty much I was heavily involved in almost the entire decade, whether as a player, 
as co-GM of Detroit or as a member of SMJHLA show. There was only like a two-season window where I didn't have a finger dipped in the pool or something, right? Yeah. And during that span, every franchise except for Colorado won at least one four-star cup, and nobody won more than two. No, Vancouver won. Oh, wait, no, nobody said more than two. Yeah, More than two, right. Vancouver won twice, Kelowna won twice, Detroit won twice. And then Prince George won one, Halifax won one, Montreal got one. Um, The team I'm for, St. Louis got one. The only team to nine, yeah. Right. And the only team that missed out was Colorado. Of course. Wait, and Halifax, right? Halifax got season 30, the Bastards. Yes. Oh, I would know. I lost to them in the first round when Detroit was the first seed in the East and Detroit was the fourth seed in the East. Wow. Yeah. And then it ended up being Halifax and Prince George in the finals, even though both teams were complete ass in the regular season. And Prince George only had like three actives. It was literally, I joke about this season 30 Prince George team so much, but it was seriously like Toman waters with his goalie his very first player um i think Artie was still on the team at the time with barack obrana yeah i remember barack obrana that was a classic and then the rest of the team was entirely inactives with ridiculous names like highlighter no retournable and (laughs) and oh god i can't even I've got, now I've got to look. Now I've got to look at the season 30, even though this isn't the scope of our podcast. Um, nope, I won't because that index is gone, I guess. Yep. Mm. Uh, it's kind of a lost index. Yikes. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, the point is they had really... Oh, ta- ta- Tapper Kotbuli was one, which was a translation from like dangerous meatball or some shit like that. <laughs> um, it, it, ser- I, I joked that it was three actives and 17 inanimate objects. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Siri, I didn't ask you a damn thing. I don't know what your deal is right now. Anyway. Can you so, name, uh, the teams and how many cups they won during the season 40 to season 49? Can you name them in order, actually? Because I can. Who? Um, well, I mean, so the SMJ show? Yeah, I can do that. Go for it. Season 40, Clone and Knight. Season 41, Clone and Knight. Season 42, Clone and Knight. Season 43, Vancouver. Season 44, St. Louis. Season 45, St. Louis. Season 46, St. Louis. Season 47, An- uh, Anaheim. Season 48, Vancouver. Season 49, Montreal. Nailed it. Season 50, Montreal. So, or Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. And then season 39 was St. Louis, and then before that, I don't really care, except when Vancouver won in 35 and 36. Right. So, the point of that discussion was we went from a time of ridiculous parody in the SMJHL to a time when teams were putting together dynasty three-peat runs. Mm -hmm. And in a way, we're still possibly in the... I don't know how Carolina's looking for next season, but... They got a lot of people got called up, but a lot of people are still returning. Right. So we can't rule out the three-peat, I guess. Season 49 Montreal winning was an insane run because most of them were rookies. Right. So that by itself was insane. Season 50, they were powerhouse. 
Right. Season 40, Kelowna Knights were good. Season 41, they were still waning, but they fought at the deadline. Season 42, there was like four actives, and that's it. And then um, season 43 was Vancouver. Um, 44, uh, I know this because I was doing lines for Vancouver. We lost to St. Louis in the second round, and then they won. Uh, season 45, we lost to St. Louis again in the second round, and then they won, beating um, Colorado, which beat Detroit, which was the first t- seed team. And uh, Colorado just barely made the playoffs. So it was the meme team. Right. Uh, season 46, uh, St. Louis was a really dominant team again. They had some good FAs. Um, Anaheim was Dangles, but a good team. Uh, season 48 was I built a good team. Season 49 was the rookies. And then on the SHL side, you had kind of a similar thing going on, not to the point of having three peats. But it was like lots of back and forths. From season 40 to season 43, it was Calgary, West Kendall, Calgary, West Kendall. And then West Kendall also won in season 47. And although it technically falls outside this window, of course, we just saw Calgary win in season 50 and give us the uh, cum banner. Um, (laughs) In that span, West Kendall won the Eastern Conference in season 41, season 43, season 44, season 45, season 47. Um. Fortunately, it was a little more scattered in the West, but a lot of the same names pop up during this time period. Edmonton. Um, Calgary. Mm -hmm. New Orleans after season 46. Winnipeg before season 46. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Buffalo. Buffalo, you finally see Buffalo become a contender during the 40s after... I mean, they had a couple of playoff appearances before that, but... Yeah. Uh, Hamilton, LAP, and Toronto were all just bubble teams, basically. Hmm. Hamilton forever destined to be a bubble team. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota is Minnesota. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Texas was good for a couple seasons until they dropped off and became a bubble team. Manhattan was rebuilding. San Francisco was building. Seattle was shit until like season 47, season 48. Um, What am I missing? I, I think that pretty much covers it. I think so too. Yeah. It's just like the East was a lot of rebuilding slash bubble teams. And then West Kendall and Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And then the West was just a lot of good teams slash bubble teams. And only like really San Francisco was rebuilding at that time. Right. I mean, I remember at the time the West was just insane. And yet, this was also a time where Winnipeg was... I mean, one season, I forget which one, maybe 42, 43, somewhere in there, Winnipeg missed playoffs. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, with the, you know, the 
ridiculous team that Winnipeg had that otherwise was, I mean, gosh, Visser, me, 42. Okay. It like, so let me look at that index and look at the season 42 Winnipeg Jets. And this is, this is a team that missed playoffs. Yeah. Um, Zach Evans led the, the team in points. Yeah, that was the first sign. If it was me instead of Visser, it probably wasn't great. Visser didn't even have 40 points that season. I think that was like his first season under 40 points in a while. Yeah, he was. He shot 6%. Yeah, that's an insane shooting percentage. <laughs> 6%. One of the Simon best TV. players in league history. Simon Kilrad, TV. 38. Max Weber, 37. Corey Bears, 35. Pietro Volkova, 34. CrossFit Jesus, 27. Oh, I, I'm getting pissed off again just looking at this index. And then look at the goalie that you had. Yeah. Uh, you still have Zumbayev, which was a yeah. monster. Yeah. Had a 903, which I mean isn't terrible, but if you're going to be a playoff team, you need a little bit better than a 903. And he's a guy that. Uh, had he won the McBride by this point? I think he hadn't. Oh, no, he won it the year before. He won his first McBride the season before, and then he won it again in season 43, and then won a cup with us in season 44. Yeah. I think he won the Razov in season 44. I'd have to double-check that. He did. So... Pretty good goalie. May or may not have gone into the Hall of Fame this week. Did he? I'm not sure. He did, actually. He did? All right, nice. (laughs) Yeah, first ballot. As he should. Yes. But that season, he wasn't good enough to get Winnipeg to the playoffs. Mm -mm. (sighs) That was the West in the early 40s. A lot of really good teams. And then that was kind of like changing a little bit. Um, the yeah. West is kind of easier to get in, and the East is kind of like, look at us now. Right. Like the only rebuilding team in the East is Toronto and kind of West Kendall. I still maintain, like, it's somewhat emblematic of the Western Conference that, yes, meme us all you want that. Tampa Bay got reverse swept, but that still means we got two more wins than the rest of the Western Conference combined against Calgary in the playoffs. <laughs> so who's the real fuck sticks here? Dude, Edmonton just Edmonton New Orleans, when it matters, they can't like put it down against Calgary. I mean, it's not easy. I actually I almost it would have required me actually uh using shl twitter again which yeah but i only i follow um oh crap who's the username it was the don cherry parody. the don cherry parody yeah so, dude i that's I pretty good day one it's hilarious that's pretty good i don't know who's behind it but i have no idea by the way and that's what makes it great yeah i've thought about occasionally i think about doing something like that now i'm like mm, effort i'm good Thanks. Yeah, I remember someone put out um, uh, SHL McKenzie talking about right. shit, and then he just stopped. So, 
but, but it was just like look at his tweet getting my drink on getting my drink on while yelling at the people hashtag shl hockey hashtag boomerade hashtag beer right sitting here in the unemployed line it's definitely a lot of these people they took my gerb they took my gerb i like that was great so one, sorry to interrupt again. go ahead last one my favorite one was um carolina is hot garbage has anyone seen these little frenchies gnomes running around or the deranged <laughs> midget french hunchback goddamn french voodoo cocaine <laughs> so back when i knew i had already laid out that nikolai was gonna be my recreate but it wasn't time to pull the trigger yet i actually started his twitter as like this shit-talking child who would always talk about how much Zach Evans sucked. Like that was the <laughs> whole existence of Nikolai Evans on Twitter was roasting his own father. Mm -hmm. And so one of these seasons, probably season 43, I'd have to look, Let's, but yeah, I'm not going to. Some season around that time, uh, Winnipeg lost to Calgary in the playoffs. And so Nikolai tweeted... Something to the effect of name a more iconic duo than Zach Evans and losing to Calgary in the playoffs. Because <laughs> it didn't usually go well when we faced Calgary in the playoffs. And it took every fiber of my being to not try to remember what my Twitter password was for Zach Evans on SHL. Because that was a thing when I first created dig up the Nikolai tweet, retweet it, and say, not as easy as it looks, huh, you little shit? <laughs> <laughs> but that was going to be way too many hoops. Way too many hoops. For barely anyone to read. Right. The payoff, when there was not a strong return on investment on that gag. So, anyway... Also, and I we have our little note sheet here to kind of lay out this podcast that we've only barely followed. Uh, I simply wrote the words "fuck Ireland" here. <laughs> yeah, how many times did they win gold? Thirty-four. Uh, let's take a look. Um, I should have opened this tab already. I know it was too many. Um, da -da 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 -da. Where is my IHF history? Because it's in not the same spot as literally every other history thing. That would Again, make sense. I love this site. Anyway, here we go. Uh, IHF medal and award history. So Ireland won gold in 42, 43, 44, 45, and 46. Cool. Oh, by Five. the way, they also won silver in season 47 and bronze in 41 and 48. So between a 41 and 48... The at least meddled every single season. That's a dynasty right there. They also had medals in a 37. I want to say 39 they got a medal, but I'm... Yeah, they've got a bronze in 39. Yeah. So in since season 37, they've only missed medals in like 38, 40... And 49, I think. Yeah. Not too shabby. Stupid. I mean, when you got Stupid. Bojo there, you got TDC, you got Blues. Evoc. Evoc. You got the whole gang. It, it was... Yeah. 
a nightmare. <sighs> Fuck Ireland. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. Also Jack Tanner and John Toner. Oh, John Toner, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that's the thing. Your season forty eight IHF top defenseman, since I know so many people keep up with those. Oh, I do one hundred percent. There you go. Proud of you. I've never won one, but I know they exist. Speaking of defenses of awards, if we're gonna fucking do that little little bit of swing. Mm-hmm. Uh the introduction to the Bojo Biscuit trophy. So we have the Bojo Biscuit trophy now. Is that so we have defensive? Defensive defenseman. Best defensive defenseman in the SHL. Verily fairly controversial award. Um because for a long time you only had the Stevens, which it's just presented best defenseman. Which was just best defenseman, but there was always plenty of controversy over whether the awards committee actually awarded it to the best defenseman or merely the highest scoring defenseman. And now you have the defensive defenseman trophy, which seems to give the committee the out to just go ahead and give the Stevens to the highest scoring defenseman because they could just worry about defense with the biscuit. Yeah. I can't say I'm a huge fan. Oh, I'm I'm mixed on it. It's like, how do you define who's the best defensive defenseman and then the best defenseman in general? Right. I guess you can go by hits, kind of. Shots blocked. If they play on the penalty kill. Right. Um, How their team did with suppressing shots, I guess. But then, like, that's kind of more abstract. Right. I especially hated the Biscuit Award after Anastasio Koivu got nominated for it once. Wasn't that like a 600 TP defenseman? Uh, maybe. She it probably was like at the time. Yeah. There's not a high TP player right there. No. Because there was a stretch from like August to November where Pris didn't update. Like she was doing all of the shit. Yeah, but she just didn't do anything. But she didn't want to update. And then she just sprang up bajillion tp update on our updaters and they'd be like we fucking hate you yeah updaters called soft a little bit yeah yeah which is i don't know i find lots of things odd when i look like we're in a time where i feel like as a league as a whole, I don't have any numbers to back this up. So I might be way off base here, but I feel like all the jobs are paid more than they ever have or were when I w- at season 40. That's correct, by the way. Okay. And yet everybody is clamoring that they don't pay enough. Updaters, no one complains. By the way, updaters get paid. They like better not honest. complain because some of you motherfuckers that are updaters are set for life after like two seasons of updating. So I never yeah. want to hear y'all it's, shit. It's 100k a page that you update. Right. 
uh, during the first like three weeks, I updated a hundred and something players, and I just didn't update again because of uh, school and stuff. So I'm sitting about like ten mil for the season. I was looking. What was I? Some some job, media grading gets like seven million a season. Bro, and they're still like two months. They're like a month behind. Not, they they made some headway today or last night. I know. So we're down to four ungraded pages. I'll actually be able to post this podcast without deleting something off my SoundCloud that hasn't been graded. Mm-hmm. So we're get we're making progress. But yeah, yeah. But still, if you're getting paid seven million, by God, that, that SHL media section better be looking immaculate. <laughs> yeah, if if they're being paid seven million, I, I better expect, be able to eat off the SHL media section. I expect to uh, see some like weekly stuff, like weekly writing prompts or something like that. You know, right, right. Yeah, and then yeah, people are just wanting more pay. GMs got are finally getting paid, kind of. Yeah, it's more of a bonus. Yeah. Which I could, I'm fine with that. See, I I like it. I like it at two mil. It's a bonus if you do everything right. Right. If you don't, and if you don't do your job, you lose the money. Fine. Yep. Totally cool with that. I'd yeah. be fine with HO getting paid. Yeah, they should. They mess but, up, take away the pay. Done. Yeah. Because like, there's so many times where like I, they they messed up, but you can't really like. <laughs> like what is gonna happen to them? Nothing. No, really. Yeah. What? What? What are you going to do? Fire us? Half of us want to be fired. Yeah. So it's like it's take away their pay. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? I don't even remember. Oh, Bojo Biscuit B- Trophy. Biscuit. Oh yeah. Biscuit Trophy. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, another position that wants to be paid more so that because even though they only work for like 10 days a season. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. Um, personally, not a huge fan of that award in particular. Nothing against Bojo, of course, because he is a jerk like me. But I... I it's hard to quantify defensive defensemen in, in this league. It is kind of advanced stats. That you don't have the giveaways and takeaways, so yeah. you have you almost have to rely on the advanced stats, which I'm always very leery about because while this is probably the as a on a whole throughout the league, we probably have more people dedicated to providing that information than we've ever had. At any given point, that well can dry up, and then what? Exactly. As if the people who provide that information, like I jokingly said on one of my most recent podcasts that since somebody, and I can't even remember who has gone inactive, how am I supposed to look in the media section to find out who the top fantasy scores were last season? Cause there was somebody who did it like every season, like a complete breakdown of every Gordy. player in the SHLs. I'm sorry. I think it was Gordy. Yes, it was Gordy. You're exactly right. Um, in reality, you can just open the previous year's fantasy index, copy and paste the player's page, and then into a new spreadsheet, and then sort it. It's really not hard. He just added a lot more context and information to it. But you can at least 
make the list on your own. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not um, a lot of money myself. Right. I just made um, list and then just put them out, but with good context, and I got a right. lot of money. Right. So, was it actually? You know, for the sake of drafting my fantasy team, was I actually lost without Gordy? No. But the, my point that I'm making here is if, you know, whoever does, you know, the point shares or, you know, Baylor. right, or the advanced metrics. Aaron Wilson. Correct. If those dudes decide they are done with the SHL, then where do you go? Because we don't have, you know, dozens and dozens of bloggers watching every SHL game like they have in the NHL where it doesn't matter if the whoever is the best SHL analytic NHL analytics guy gets hired by an actual NHL team because five people prop bloom out of parents basements and do the same job. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. So, I don't know. It's always scary. To, oh, scary is way too strong of a word, but I'm always cautious. leery, cautious of relying on that information. It's great to have it. It's incredible to have it. I hope it never goes away, but it could. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. That's a whole lot of words about the Bojo Biscuit Trophy. Yeah. We, we we probably devoted a little too much time to that, but whatever. Uh, the, yeah, and then also, literally season forty two or season forty one is season forty two or season forty two. Yeah, uh, the site got changed. <laughs> so we right, so we left the J sync and went to J-Sync. the. May it never rest in peace. And went to the new form. And at first, that was a really rocky transition. Um, mm-hmm. The At first, the new site was an abject disaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's really no nice way to put it. Um, but the kinks got worked out. Uh, Teddy shaved probably six years off his life expectancy. Uh-huh. Dark theme was added. A dark theme was added, which was nice. We got on a server that actually functioned, and now have the new forum, which has allowed for other advances that probably wouldn't have been available on JSync. One hundred percent, like the automated bank. Um. You know, I th- the now you have the update <laughs> builder. Yeah, Bojo um, boxes incorporated into the SHL site now. Right, right. God bless the Bojo box. Lord knows how much I've used it writing media and stuff over the years. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, you have given us the trade history spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, that was like three weeks of my life right there. Yeah, what possessed you? Let me start um, there. Yeah, crap. I had a story for that. Like, because I remember mm-hmm. it was like I was doing. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I started that. I kind of forget what. No, I was looking at the flyers. There was like a website for the flyers on trade history. I'm like, I don't think that there's one for SHL. And I'm like, all right. 
let me do it. So I started that up, and then um, a week into that, I co- took a couple days out to make Pingy Bot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I did that, and I went back to it. So it was like it was like every night, you know, hockey was on, so I watched hockey passively while just copying and pasting stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was a lot of copying, pasting, making stuff was right, and then um, yeah. So I had like ten, not ten tabs. I had like four or five tabs open. So like one was the I also made all my posts, so it was like fifty posts per page instead of twenty-five or whatever. So it just shortens everything. Mm-hmm. So um I had that open. And then I opened a link to the trade, but it was it wasn't processed transactions, so it was a bunch right. of just other transactions and stuff. So I did that, I opened that link, I look what it was. If there was picks involved, I go to that draft area, see who picked it, or if it was traded, I did that, and then checked who the GMs were. The GM part was kind of um, was kind of annoying. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so some of them are still guesses, but thankfully, I DM'd a couple people and they were able to help. And then from that, um, already told me about Tapa Talk or whatever, the old old site. So mm-hmm. I go, went back there and saw like the 20 or 30 trades that happened in 2010, 2011. And then I realized going through stuff that things weren't adding up in terms of where people were drafted and like yep. that kind of stuff. So I went back through the uh, entry drafts to look for the trades. I'm mm-hmm. still in the progress of doing it. I haven't made any progress in a couple of months because I've been lazy about it. So I'm right. like on like season 36, just combing through and looking for trades that haven't been posted officially. Mm-hmm. So I'm still doing that. So still work, still a little bit of work to be done there. But yeah, and I was like, I told like three people about it. Um, I told like Cal, JY, and Blast about it. And that's it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just doing this thing. And t- and I was like, it was like halfway through. I'm like, I should stop. But like, I'm halfway through. You can't stop at that So point. I can't right. stop. I'm thinking like, this would be such a cool resource to have. Because like, there's so much stuff to do from it. Like I made a bunch of trade histories or trade trees I, and stuff. I made them. Yeah, I made the one story about the season 30 trade. Yeah. At the deadline for the Jets. Yeah. So it was like a lot of really cool shit that was on there it was like people can go back and look at stuff the first trade that was ever recorded you know stuff like that you can see all the mm-hmm. lopsided trades and stuff it's a really cool resource to have I, like the season 30 trade at the deadline for the winnipeg <laughs> yeah so like i'm doing stuff there and i'm like i think it was around season 20s and i'm like okay I'm starting to recognize names. So I'm like, all right, this is kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. seeing people get drafted, seeing where people got traded to. And then season 30 is I'm like, oh, okay. Continue, continue, continue. And season 40, I'm like, all right, I'm done. So I, for, I did a little bit of formatting. I made sure that the dates were correct. So I, because, and then I just like sorted all the dates and then did some fueler stuff. And then I sent it out, and then it was like a lot of people were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the fuck yeah. is this? <laughs> yeah, 
I got yeah. paid 20, 20 mil. Definitely not the time versus the money. Definitely not worth, worth it. No, probably not. Worth right. it 100%. Right. Um, I'm so glad it exists. Me too. It's something that I feel like is important to the history of the league, especially having because obviously there's going to be trades that are going to be just like gone now that we have no idea what happened. Right. But for the most part, um, we have it. And it's an important resource to have just in case things get lost. Right. Um, I had some GMs DM me like, Hey, uh, you did this wrong. Or like this turned out to be this. I'm like, Oh shit. Cool. Thanks. Cause there's probably, I remember I there. did DM you on one. But I totally get how it got screwed up because the what happened with the one I I messaged you about was it was when we Winnipeg traded for uh, Max Weber, mm-hmm. but that like that trade got vetoed like three times before it ever happened. Yeah, so there's like stuff that I just didn't know about, and people tell me I'm like, right. hey, this what happened. I'm like, all right, cool. And then there's other stuff that I was just too confusing. So I was just like, I had a bunch of like question marks still on the page. Yes. There's like, there's question marks everywhere. I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, I don't, I don't know if this is entirely accurate. Buffalo, I think all of Buffalo is clean because one of Finn just DM'd me like 20, like not 20, like six or seven things. Or like, this supposed to be this. Um, this was a trade that was only in GM chat. I'm like, oh, sh- cool, thanks. Right. So that was that was a lot of, and he has like a photographic memory of that shit, which is yeah. insane. So it was, it's great. I, I continue like every like couple of weeks. I'm like, all right, I should probably update this. Every other every draft, I just go through, mm-hmm. but like who, who was there at the trade? Who traded for what? Um, yeah, even going through like seattle season 32 third it traded to winnipeg question mark question mark <laughs> right so that was kind of like my thing of like i don't entirely know but because like some the old gems were like season season eight third didn't tell me which team right was that right. they traded like three season eight thirds i'm like all right good talk <laughs> yeah good talk and then for gms kind of went through I, there's still some question marks for the for the most part it's pretty accurate um but i'm really happy on how it turned out um and Definitely. then it was around season 45 season 46 got to add in new orleans and chicago i distinctly remember adding them and adding the first page which was cool right right um i oh a fun part was getting through wally all of wally's trades Holy shit. And then getting what a through meme. a lot of same samey trades. Right. Um yeah, that was that was a lot of fun to be honest cuz Wally was like tr- trading every day e- constantly. Every day and then like all the trades just somehow just turned to like them losing all like all of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Toronto the two picks two of the four picks that they traded turned into Chris York and Xander Reese. I think you heard of them. They they had okay careers. For for Alex Reed, Colin Banning, and a third round pick. Yeah. Like we don't yeah. know who they are. And then it was just, though it was cool to see like um Rich the 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 trade that got Rich to be drafted to whoever he got drafted to originally. Right. 
um, how New England went through so many changes because I was going from back to forward. So mm-hmm. I was doing like um, Seattle and then in parentheses L- LVK for Las Vegas Kings. Right. And then just kept it to Seattle after a while. And then um, Minnesota was fun to do because it was a lot of Habs fan and then basic meniscus or minkus. Minkus, right. And then Mr. Deplorable was on there for a couple of times. I'm like, I had yep. a blast. Yeah. Edmonton was fun because basically it was Jay McDonald, Seth, Tezify, and then Carlson and Keegan, and Ace a little bit. Um, and then Winnipeg was basically Leafs forever. Forever. Then, <laughs> like for for like six years. <laughs> right. And then after that, uh, and then also Chicago, not Chicago, Calgary, because it was like DK Park, Jester. Spidey, O4L, and then Steelhead. And then it was Steelhead forever. Steelhead for four years, at around four years now. That's kind of like Minnesota. I remember with my draft, my first draft, my with Old Man Evan, season 31. They, you, you mentioning America, Mr. Deplorable reminded me of this. So big Reddit draft or whatever. Everybody's going nuts about all the people in this draft. Minnesota traded out of that draft entirely. Good job, They Minnesota. They traded away their first, second, third, and fourth round pick. And then by the time the fifth round rolled around, it was skip country. Mm-hmm. Um, their first rounder turned into... Ludwig Cogschroeder. Of course. The second rounder was Martin Svensson. Man. Decent. Oh, oh, yeah. I remember Argar and Mr. Deplorable were the ones that traded him out. Yes. Yeah, uh, Minnesota's but, first, season 31 first. Yep. They traded away their third, their fourth, and in season 31. Uh, yeah, they're, they're fourth, they're third, they're first, and they're second all the way. Uh huh. To, um, to get people who I don't really care about looking up, they don't pop out to me. They traded a, a Reddit third for two point five million in cap space. Right. Uh, I want to do. I want to do. Look up this Bojo box. The guy that got traded for for cap space. But yeah, it was uh, it was interesting times. Oh, this guy was a bust. All right, doesn't matter on that front. Um, they traded when they traded Sammy away. Sammy equable. Yes. Back when he could trade cap space, yeah. Um, and then trade hit, trade trees were a lot of fun for me because basically I went back to like 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. looked at someone who got traded away and I'm like, oh shit, this is what evolved. So like that really big trade tree, which just me just so happened to find it randomly. Mm-hmm. And that was a bitch to do. Let me, let me try. Let me find it again. 
because I put it all in trade history. Oh yeah, I just updated it yesterday. I forgot. It's so easy to update it now, which is nice. Right. It was Patrick Perry who got traded. No idea. Here, I'll link you the trade treat. I because it's a, my Google Drive. It's a little bit big. Oh, it helps if I look in the right spot. Here we go. Boop, boop, boop. Patrick Perry trade tree dot PNG. Any day now, Google. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Oh, man. This is a thick <laughs> boy. It is. Um. Uh, well, I found David Winter's name somehow. I I, I don't even know where I'm going with this Jamie trade Foster tree. Foster was a product of it. Jay Bay was a, was a product. Oh hey, look, Tyler Sagan. Tyler Sagan. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he was actually good in the SHL, but he was not. Hmm. Um, Bubba Nuck was a part of this trade tree. Bubba Nuck. Um, Rico Miarto. I know that name. It was a holy shit. I remember this. This. Oh, uh, shout out the seven hundred fifty k cash. Wow. Dude, it takes so long to render it in. Oh, Cameron Irvovich. Wow. Yeah. I don't I don't think this is going on anymore. This trade tree. And we asked the the uh Hall of Fame GM uh Steven Jalopsky. Yeah. Wait, is it still going? I don't remember. Nathan Wong. Uh I think it stopped, actually, thank God. Um and then when um when Rich retired, I did a trade tree of all of his trades and and like the history of his trades. He had a few. Yeah, so I'll I'll link that as well. Wait, Imger, yes, please. Holy, it just keeps going. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? What the Ernest Chirelli? That was Storm. Was it? Yeah, he oh, had wow. a goalie. Okay. That was his goalie. He played for Texas, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it went from season... Cornell Kasparek. Hello, Boomcheck. Oh, that was Boomcheck? Cornell Kasparek was Boomcheck. Yeah, so it went from 2010, when Patrick Perry got traded, mm-hmm. all the way up to, I think, 2016, 2017. Nolan Angelo, Brennan Kennedy, Isaac Kaiser. Yeah, it was a seven-year trade tree. Smirnov Light Jr., Detroit Falcons legend. It's probably even longer. Jimmy this Wagner. Is, this is only the Hamilton side, so like lots of other trades when cascading down on other teams or whatever. J Bay. Yeah. This, this so yeah, I'll have to class. link this when I post the uh, podcast. Now that I've spent you know ten minutes just reading names off a sheet, nobody else can see right now if I don't. <laughs> um, this has been really good radio. This um, is... the, the point is, this, this this is a very ridiculous trade tree. It is. Um, I think it's the longest trade tree in history, in SHL history. I would, I'd be, you'd be hard pressed to find a longer one, I would think. Um, yeah, um, JB was still playing. But that's the crazy part, is like, from because JB was on 
Chicago when this right. So she was still playing when, and she was a part of the trade tree, which is really cool to see. Um, I think that's the only person who was still playing. Everyone, everyone else was retired. Wow. If only Hamilton traded J-Bay. God damn it. I mean, it's not like Hamilton's known for trading people. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. So, oh yeah, I also took um, uh, Teddy's logo, the SHL. I just fucking, just put that there. I saw that. Yeah, because I really like that logo. Will we ever get a new logo? There's voting for it. Yeah, I'm a, but w- will one of those actually get used? I hope so. I hope so. Um, oh, yeah, from this trade history thing, I won the uh, most dedicated award. True. I did win that, so that was kind of worth it. That's the only award that I won. Um, so right we are both... Now. We are both uh, Damian Littleton trophy winners. Yeah, we are. That's cute. It is. So yeah, I think there's a lot of big moments in that. Um, PTs are now, a lot of them are now used by form, Google Forms, which makes grading a lot easier. I can imagine. Um, I helped, I'm helping now as well with just the formos and stuff. Mm-hmm. It just saves so much time. Bad Wolf is like going through season predictions now. It's just taking forever. And with me, for the new one, it just takes me like 10 seconds and I'll get all the results. Right. So that's a lot. It takes a lot of time to do that. So showing that time is great. allows people to get more TPE uh, faster. Um, Updater spreadsheets has been a godsend to updating. Or, and oh, definitely. Um, it used to take people like an hour to input new people when now you can just do an import CSV into it. Right. Um, and then also updaters getting uh, PT passes. That's something new. Yeah. That's... A, lo- a lot of new things. I could still do. Wait, did you say updaters? No, 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 no. Uh, sorry, I meant Simmers. Simmers, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aggie's still... I was really about to throw shit. <laughs> yeah, we get PT passes, you know. <clears throat> so I need a new co-host for episode two, because I'm killing Luke. Aw. I, I should probably just not update anymore, to be honest. I barely... Up- I mean, this is my first... Technically, my first year back since, like, season 44. But, right. like... I I do a, a lot of other stuff. Yeah, uh, it's like in this past year and three fourths, a lot of things changed for the good. The site's grown by like a hundred people. Yeah, over hundred plus. Um, do you think we'll be close? Do you think we're getting to the point where we have to at least consider another expansion? Depends how this next Reddit draft goes. Sure. To be honest. Um. And then how strong the off-season, the, the non-Reddit draft seasons are. Right. Um, I th- I don't... Maybe it's kind of reaching to a point. 
I feel like people are staying into juniors longer again. People are staying in juniors because uh, it's kind of hard. I definitely don't like the oh yeah the two hundred twenty four hundred twenty five TPE. Oh God, we hadn't even. No, 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 no. That was season fifty, so technically not. But let's still mm. talk about it because I hate it. By the way, I like, despise it. I dis yeah, I hate it. It just allows people to stay season three, season four, so they can be right dominant. Um, I stayed it's... down for three seasons and then went up. Right. I think that's what people should aim for. Three mm-hmm. seasons, if you're active. Season four right. is for the people who you know need a little bit more time. But then, like people say, for season four, so they can get the better chance to win the rookie of the year, which is just sim luck. And if you're paired up to ne- paired up next to ML, <laughs> basically, um, yeah, it's th- three seasons should be the target of when you want people to get called up. Right. Two seasons, it's a little bit pushing it, but if you have a weak team and you need someone, might as well call them up. Um, mm-hmm. But four seasons is definitely... Three seasons is the norm, but you see more four seasons now. Which I don't like. I can go into rant for 425 TB cap for like five minutes if you want me to. Go for it. All right. Um, four seeds or t- four, t- four twenty-five is basically an arbitrary number that they came up with again to increase the cap so that people who stayed down are staying active, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, all it does is really pushes the the TPE amount of the inactives up to four twenty-five. Right. Um, you see that with three fifty. You get around 350 to 390 is where most people go inactive. Um, and then there's still obviously that cascading amount of people who go inactive after that for various mm-hmm. reasons. But it all does is literally just push it up. So people are, are inactive at 425 to 500. Um, one thing that I do like about the cap, though, is that um, even though it's arbitrary, I feel like 500 TPE is the amount that you kind of need to be like a decent third line player on a bad team. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there's that, but I don't think that the 425 TPE helped that at all at pushing people to get there. Right. Um, it's just stupid overall. You don't yeah. need it. it. It breaks just the 40 something years, 50 years of, Having it at 350, um, it allows people to be like you can reach in your second season, and then for the next few seasons or your next season, you get to be good, and then you get called up. I get, I get that people don't like being, I like that people don't like capping or not or not capping, but banking TPE. But by their third season, they're banking over 425 so it doesn't matter they just be they just continue being bank it doesn't really solve an issue in my opinion no no and it's actually created an issue in ihf i don't know oh you're right oh, yeah you're so right i didn't even think about that which granted i 
could go on another IHF rant there, and we're slowly straying away from... Well, this was probably a season 40-ish change. I can't remember the exact season. Season 49, I think it just... Season 50. No, this season was the first season. Oh, I meant... So, you have to go back at one time, when I was first involved in IHF. The rule was, and I've ranted about this a time or two on the pod, my podcast, so I apologize in advance if you've heard this a few times. Once upon a time, the activity threshold in IHF was 250 TP, not 350. Mm-hmm. If you were above 250, you didn't even have to be capped. Just get to 250, and then you were required, or I should say you, your fed head could not play an inactive over you. Granted, they usually did because IHFHO never enforced this shit. <laughs> but according to the rule book, you weren't supposed to. Yeah. Um, so at that point, honestly, you could be... If you were active enough as a true rookie on a smaller nation, you could force yourself onto a roster. Yeah, that's what I did. Right. Yeah. So, but then... World Juniors became a regular fixture and certain people justified its existence as a reason to say, okay, well, we can bump the activity threshold to 350. Mm -hmm. But not 350. It had to be 351 applied TPE. So you had to uncap. If you stayed in juniors for four seasons, then your fed head was under no obligation to play you any of those four seasons, even if you had 800 TPE. Yeah. And I hated it, but people were like, well, they have juniors. It's fine. It's no big deal. And and you had teams that were basically just using it to justify playing the Vyacheslav Orlovs and the uh, Karl Hefeweizens of the world that had 800 TP but haven't been active since, you know, 2017 because, oh, I, all, all our, we have just all these juniors, you know? They're not, they're not uncapped yet. I, I can't play them. They, they, they'll get killed against these poor SHL players, you know? Mm. And I hated it, but it was the consensus or whatever, so that's what we've operated with. But now we have this 425 thing. So, as of right now, the rule is still 350, but you could theoretically apply 425 TP, still be a juniors player, and now you're required to be played in IHF. Mm-hmm. Or at least, unless the team has 20 actives or whatever. So, it's... uh. It's created a bit of a kerfuffle in the international community. Yeah, I can understand that. Did you hear that, by the way? I did. Did somebody do a goal or something? Yeah, the Flyers are playing. Well, fuck They're those guys. Four to one right now, but then they just scored to four to two. I don't know who scored. Canes don't play until. Uh, three minutes from now. Holy shit. Hi. Okay. So. We're going to be wrapping this up in three minutes? Uh, we don't have to, but I also don't know where else we could go. Uh, Do you have anything else to cover? Not really. I feel like we touched on on what it, like, what 
we should touch on? I think so. Any ideas what we should do for the next episode? <laughs> I mean, in lieu of everything that's literally happening like today and yesterday, sim-breaking stuff with Hamilton. So that was actually, I'm sure you noticed the awkward silence before I said, yes, go ahead with your rant. I was uh, reading up on that in, in a Discord that uh, I knew it was... <laughs> Is it Tampa Bay? Yes. Yeah, I saw SMP asking some people in Vancouver, so I just imagine that it was yes. investigating. Um, yeah, I, I knew, I saw it coming. Okay, so full disclosure, I heard whispers of this before I got traded from Hamilton. That's how long this has been cooking, right? Oh, Aaron has been testing this since season 45, season 46 right. or whatever. No, sorry, right. season 48. Season and the best part was, I was like, of course, when I was hearing about it, I was like, y'all can't tell this because we're going to, you know, take over the league with it. And I was just thinking to myself at the time, so you're going to get everybody to buy into this and nobody's going to notice once you do it. No, everyone, your- dude, when everyone kept on seeing that people, like all the updates were like, all of Hamilton just destroyed their passing. Like, that's not suspicious at all. No, nobody's going to notice that. See, Especially when, yeah. So no, you can go. So it's just been one of those reasons, and I don't, you know, I've been probably a little too vocal at times when it comes to shitting on Hamilton, considering my history there. But this is just one of those cases where it's like, I mean, my God, you know, um, I guess congratulations on finding just how broken Simon T is. Yeah, here's the thing. Dude, we have like, um, we have Nola and uh, Buffalo working together <laughs> to try to break him, break that the meta, their meta. Right. Joe K has been working a lot to try to. We were we were talking yesterday. Right. And he said, "Let's see what he said." Uh, hmm, we were talking a little bit. Something Claude. Something something something. Something, something. Oh, wait. Uh, where is it? Oh, I, I will say this though. I'm kind of leaking it, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, never have I wanted to figure out how to stop something more. Haven't been this invested since St. Louis, where I just shut down weird junior strats. Right. Like, Toman has been on it. Um. Other people have been on it as well. So, like, there's a lot of pushback on people that are trying to to break it from them. But then if it turns, like, let's think worst case scenario here. If these people can't find a way to beat this, how does the league recover? Like, what's the next step? Because there's no way to legalize or legislate you must put TPE in passing. Because you have to earn TPE to use it, first of all. Dude, there was like a hundred or so messages in Manhattan's management about this. Mm -hmm. It was just like, we don't... Like, we have no idea. I don't know. HO has to do something, but they won't do something because it's going to be too drastic. So it's just that continual, it's just like, we don't know. Um, the way that I could see it is that, um, 
I can't even think of something like. I think the only way, if it's truly going to be something that, if you don't change something, Hamilton wins the next five cups with players with forty passing, or the whole league gets rid of See, passing. I and don't just, think that Hamilton will be this dominant as people will think. Sure, it may be game breaking over five hundred sims. But we're in a 50 sim period. And a lot of things can happen in 50 sims. And a lot of things can happen in seven sims at most. But if, though, I did see some test sims that Hamilton like won like 80%. Right. Which is insane. Like the most I've ever seen someone dominate another team in like those type of test sims was at most 60%. 63% at most. So it will be it will really be interesting on how the league reacts and how HO reacts and how cuz I don't think anyone will copy until the end of this season if people do right. start to copy it because if right. Hamilton just gets burned by this they will never let it they will they will never let it down people right. in this league. Um, and then, like, it's just, it'll be weird. Like, everyone is kind of slowly realizing, like, hey, Hamilton's doing this thing. But then there's also tests of putting passing to 90, 90 plus, and then scoring down. And it was, turns out to be even more dominant in some test cases. <laughs> so, like, Simon T is just a fucking bitch, you know? Mm -hmm. I just, man, it's, uh, I don't feel good, man. I feel I like don't... the best way to solve this problem is to find a new sim league, but there isn't a new sim league. So we just will have this problem. And if there is a sim league, we probably won't switch to it because it takes, it's virtually impossible to switch something. I think but... the only, if you stuck with Simon T, you would have to come up with an int entirely new update scale and jump to 2.1 and your update scale would have to be that's the other worse thing. than death for skaters yeah that's the other thing personally me just in general i want updating scale to be a lot harder and a lot harsher yep um, like you you would have it, you would have to be you would have, have the to... caps on things be different right. because if you look at like um, Simon T is like NHL sim, yes, like it's completely different, right? Super like if you really have like one thing in the ninety, right? That's it. So it's kind of like we're using Simon T in a way that Simon T didn't think people would use it. So if right. everyone's a superstar, then no one's a superstar. Then no one's a, right. That's the thing, and. and so you would have to come up with an update scale that makes it where, like, if you wanted even 85 or 90 scoring to be that sniper, you would have to invest heavily in it and sacrifice something to get there. Yeah. You would, have, you would be 90 scoring, but... Like 50 defense. Or 50 defense. Or maybe you'd have seven, you know, 90 defense, but... 
there's a chance your shots go backwards. Yeah, and then Jay was, <laughs> JY was also talking about if this did happen and goals for happen, goalie stats will just be destroyed. Mm-hmm. If this mm-hmm. me- meta was like this, yeah, like goalies, it would be not no fun to be a goalie. I mean, even in the PWHL, which is Wasty's GM league, that yeah. uses two point one. I heard and it's really good. I heard that Wasty does a good job at it. He's done a pretty good job of finding a balance within this player universe. Okay. Yeah. Which, granted, isn't the same as a uh, player-run league. You know, there there's a lot of different factors at play. But just to give you an it's still, even with the balancing he has done, it's still a little on the high-scoring side. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with that, like, I'll open the most recent index real quick. We're way over an hour anyway, so if you're still here for Season 40's talk, I'm sorry, but we're going with it. Uh, <laughs> do, do you know... Um, Morgan Frost, by any chance? I don't. Oh, he's a really hyped prospect for um, Philadelphia, and he just missed his first NHL game, and he got his first NHL goal off a beauty of a goal. Oh, that's cute. So, like I say, in this league, um, where's my goalies? The top save percentage was 918, mm-hmm. but in a 10-team league, only four goalies had at least a 900. Yeah. And that's in a pretty well balanced 2.1 league. Mm-hmm. So your average goalie is somewhere in the 897 range, which that's, is brutal, especially brutal. if you make it a player league. And that's with skaters who the update scale ticks up after you reach 80. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, the whole, you have so much fewer TP to work with in this league. So if I gave you the number, it wouldn't even make sense. But basically, if you're 80 in a stat, you're pretty good at it. And if you're 85, then you're probably one of the best in the league at that attribute. Like you, I I don't know that there's a skater with a 90 in anything. Yeah. Except Um, for like some goons with like 99 checking or 90 (laughs) fighting or whatever. Like to really make them goons. But as far as like actual skills... Yeah, it's just for, I feel like the update scale had has to be moved down a level. So like going from ninety to ninety nine is now going from eighty to eighty nine, mm-hmm. and then from ninety to ninety nine it's just like thirty two to get into one or something like that. So like shift it all down by one, but like then there's a problem of like, and the juniors like updating their. It doesn't feel like you're progressing a lot, so that could impact activity. Right. So it's just like right. it's it's hard to, to yeah. balance. It's a hard balance. I don't know. I don't know if anything will really be changed. Um. Oh shit! There's discussions in GM chat now, literally about this, which is funny. Right. Um, this is gonna this is gonna be crucial to yeah. I mean, this is huge. To the league, yeah. Um, I, I I'm not usually the kind of person to like get dramatic over the SHL and talk. You know, some people get, change. Yeah, it like it will break it in a way that 
can't be unbroken. That the league as as the community won't recover. Like right. people people being good at um Simon is always good. But like not at this type of level, you know. It's not like community destroying level. Right. That it's now at um I could see us finally upgrading to Simon T two point something with the correct sliders in place and massive testing. So I don't think that will change it this off season, but maybe next off season if HO is really on top of it. That's asking a lot. That's asking a lot. And I'm hearing some other rumors about some other stuff. So it doesn't look like it's gonna this this season, next season, and the season after will be very interesting. It will be something that I think history will have to be written down just to preserve it. It's like when the new update scale in season 26 happened, or season 25, or season 24, I forget which specific season. Like, it'll be like that type of milestone. And the good news is, we can record a podcast two years from now, just like the one we're recording right now. From season 50 to season 59. How much the league changed. If we are still a league, baby. If if we're still a league and if all I'm still VHL. here. VHL. Let's all move to VHL. I would rather chop my dick off. Me too. I VHL. Go SHL. If if the SHL dies, then I will have fun hanging out with you guys on Discord and feel free to play chow <laughs> with me. See, I think ZT Evans on PSN. I think if SHL did die for some reason, there's obviously going to be another sim link that pops up immediately after. Sure. 100%. Sure. Um, maybe uh, uh, another SA, no, NSF, no, NSHL. <laughs> right. You tr- You got there. Yeah. You got there. Yeah, Estonia now, can also suck my dick. Estonia, Bestonia. No. Uh, no. The CHL was a, was a fun run for the month that it happened. But I think... I don't think the SHL will die. I think we're too big for it to die. But you never know. <clears throat> but... If it does die, hypothetically, I think there will be a new league with the new Simon T with new updating scale but it'll be weird like imagine if the, like it's weird to imagine now like the shl right. dies off most of my discords are literally just all shl yeah or sim leaks at the very least yeah or sim leaks i'm like so uh, right. i mean even like okay i'll read top to bottom uh, i probably won't name them all but name them all so please. i'll start at the bottom i don't know why i can't explain the order that they're in at all so uh-huh. technically, I'm still in score Discord, even though I haven't been active in the that racing league. sim. Yeah. Okay. Word. Word. Yeah, I'm not active in it at all, but I'm still in the Discord. Uh, I am in Kane's Reddit Discord, even though I never interact in it. Mm-hmm. Then I have <laughs> literally two servers that I made just for me. 
One started off that. as back before things like Craigbot or whatever. We have completely gone off the rails, but whatever. It's fine. I don't care. Uh, the first one is like uh, what I used for the podcast when I first started it, my podcast, mm-hmm. to bring in guests or whatever before we had like an actual podcast server for these things. Yeah. So, and now I'm literally the only person in it. And I had one that I made explicitly for I need somewhere to look up a GIF on Giphy real quick or <laughs> save a screenshot. Yeah. Or upload a picture so I can use a Discord URL for it. It's I literally just called it dumb, <laughs> and that's all I do is I just drop shit in it and then link from mm. it, or whatever. Or uh, I don't want to lose this link. I'm because I want to read this story later, and so it's going here now, and I'll read it when I get home from work tonight. Yeah. Um, lots of Reddit links and stuff like that. Um. So, and then there's the season 31 Discord, the season 46 Discord, the Discord we're in right now recording this podcast, Mm -hmm. the Discord for people on the SHL who also play Chell on Mm -hmm. PS4. Um, I'm in the Tampa Bay Crusaders Discord, which just pisses me off. What is that? So that is SBA. Oh, that's uh, oh, um, basketball. Correct. So the Tampa Bay Discord actually this season they um got rid of their NCAA and replaced it with a D League equivalent. Mm-hmm. So Tampa Bay used to be oddly enough for me Duke. I was actually on Duke with my last player in SBA, mm-hmm. even though I'm a diehard Tar Heel. Um, World tied, baby. Oh. Mm, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I visited all. I need to be nice because of Tua. But... I visited all three of those that you just that we just mentioned. By the way, very nice, nice campuses. Yes, I, I I went to UNC, so that adds oh, okay. to the weirdness of me uh, playing for Duke in a fake basketball league. But yeah, I, no, that's really nice. I, yeah, I remember that campus. It was really nice. Yeah, and uh, that's where I spent four years of my life. My friend is going to Duke for uh, cross country right now. Interesting. He's a real sport person. Durham is a nice place. I I enjoy visiting. I have a couple of friends who live in Durham. A lot of my buddies from, or I shouldn't say a lot, maybe like three or well. So a lot to you. <laughs> a lot to me because I don't have friends, but yeah. several people I know from college happen to now live in Durham. And we all have like a fancy football league. So that's where we get together for the draft. Or if I happen to get a Sunday off work where I'm not at a race, I might go up there and hang out at a bar with them and watch the football games. Cause it's mm-hmm. like two hours from Charlotte. If yeah. that, you know, it's not a huge hike or whatever. And yeah. so I spend a decent amount of time in Durham. It's cool. Redskins or whatever football team, college football, something like that. Ooh. What, what anyway. team do you do you represent? Uh, in college? Yeah, sure. UNC. Okay, then yeah, not for college. Yeah, uh, the Panthers. Panthers? Okay. Yeah. Where are they located at? Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, wait, they do. Oh, yeah, they are. Never mind. Yeah, I'm like 20 minutes from the stadium now. Oh, where? Since I moved down to Charlotte this year. Um. And I'm also in the SBA Discord, but it's muted. And also in the Brooklyn Bullets Discord, which was the 
SBA team I was on at when I was last active there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the Florida Space Rangers Discord. That's also a sim league. That's PBE. As well as the State College Swift Steeds Discord. That's a minor league team in the PBE. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, go Swifties. Uh, I'm in the Winnipeg Jets Discord. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Team Russia IHF Discord for SHL. Of course. I'm Can in I the Halifax that? Raiders Discord. Oh, God, don't want to be in there. Nikolai Evans, Halifax legend after playing 15 games there. Yeah. Um, I'm in the uh, Tampa Bay Barracuda Discord. Go Water I'm, Sharks. I Water Dogs, get it right. Water Sharks. Um, I'm in the Carolina Kraken Discord. Go Krakens. I'm in the IHFHO Discord. Go HO. I'm in the SHL Discord. Go HO, baby. Or uh, SHL, no? baby. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is the Discord that existed back when nobody streamed uh, draft streams. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah. Remember, Remember that? that? I'm, I'm in Galactics. it. Galactics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So technically, there are four people in this Discord that hasn't been used in months, but blues. It, not blues. Someone else. Not uh, M dubs is in here. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. And then here's finally a Discord with friends I know from real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then here's a Discord from an, uh, a wrestling e-fed I used to be in before it died, but the mm-hmm. Discord still exists. Yes, I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. And then here's a couple of like private servers for people I am I know from SHL, but it's not really SHL related content, if that makes sense. Oh, I one hundred percent know what you're talking about. Okay. That type. Yeah. For me. Are, like, wait, are for you done? just like my closest friends in the SHL or whatever. Yeah. Are you done with your stuff? Uh, believe it or not, no. I still have PHL. Oh I'm trying to speed through it. Uh, yeah, PHL. Um I mean a lot of Discord servers. This is kind of sad. Um there was a brief moment where Fuzz was putting together an SHL poker circle. Oh, word. I'm still in that. Um, that needs to start back up. GOMHL, my GOMHL team, uh, the SHL Wrestling Discord, which I have muted, mm-hmm. World Juniors Discord, uh, the SHL Survivor Discord that I just got invited to today because I obviously needed one more. Uh huh. And then a Discord server for the team I am on in VGHL. The VHL? No, the VGHL. That's a that's a oh. EA NHL thing. Oh, thank God! I was gonna say I was about to leave this call right now. No, no, and I'm really not happy with this thing either because I tried out this league on NHL 19 and. It didn't really go anywhere. And then literally Sunday, some French-Canadian fuck who I'm pretty sure is younger than Sammy when he joined the SHL. Mm-hmm. Like, signed me to the team. Sight unseen. Hadn't ever seen me play the game. Didn't know who I was. Just signed me to the team. So I get an email like, you've been signed by the VGHL Saginaw Spirit. And I was like, 
okay, I guess I'm back in this league. So I get invited to Discord, and they're like, can you play tonight? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, listen, I'm not going to tell you I'm the best EASHL player in the world. <laughs> I've played with guys like JR and Sarmo and um, shit, you know, Rangers. I don't know if you know him or not. I don't. Okay. Um, he used to be in the SHL, not so much anymore. I've played with Keegan. You know, I've played with, you know, the, some of these people who, especially JR, like he's com- like competitive good. He has a, he has a squad. Shell. Yeah. That's like, right, Sarmo is on a squad that is always like division one in shell. And I play with these guys and they never like every once in a while you'll get like, Hey, on when that happens, maybe do this or, you know, don't let, let's play back a little bit on these guys or let's pinch up a little bit more on these guys. Like you get the coaching a little bit. Yeah. But it's never, Oh my God, Zach, you suck. Oh, and that's I, what you got. Oh, I got 30 minutes of, these four French Canadian kids who didn't speak the only English they knew was to tell me how much I sucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, you funny. signed me. You made this choice. I didn't yeah. ask for this. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's really the best funny. part is the first c- criticism they gave me was that I was trying to hit too much. I needed to lay back because I was playing right D. Mm-hmm. Guess how many hits I had in the game? Three. Zero. I did not attempt a single hit all game, and they were telling me to chill out on the hitting. Nice. I was stepping up on guys because when I was laying back, nobody was picking up the slot, and our goalie was getting carved up. So yeah, I was positionally aggressive, but I wasn't trying to hit anybody. I wasn't even trying to poke check. I was just trying to get in the way. I was just trying to create those goofy shell collision physics where that puck would go off my skate, you know? Yeah. You know, I was just trying to be a nuisance. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> but even by doing that was still too much. I was still trying too hard to play defense. I needed to play lay back and play defense. So whatever. I I clearly don't know what I'm doing. That yeah, there's you your chell rant of the night. <laughs> uh, <sighs> are you done with all your Discord servers? That's that is all my Discord servers. Wow. All right, so I'm in the the Civ <laughs> Five Discord for sure. the SHL. Mm-hmm. Haven't used it since August. <laughs> uh, my own Pingy Discord, which I was testing my Pingy bot. That is um, terrifying. Gaming Central, where like PBE slash SHL people played games. Mm-hmm. Um, this recording podcast, season forty three, uh, Discord SHL Discord. Uh, SHL Fantasy Discord that I'm in with a couple, mostly Vancouver and some other people. Um, the Pride. Uh, I used is, to be in that one. Yeah, I remember that. League Historian Discord. Um, the PT Discord. The Updater Discord. Um, and then I'm in the HC Hepcats, which is a PBE. And then I'm in the Nashville Stars, which is the... the is that NSFL? No, oh, okay. PBE. Okay. One's the junior, one's the the main one, and then I'm in Nashville. Must be one of the. I know they had an expansion yep, recently. Yeah, that was the expansion. Okay. I got picture that expansion retired, recreated, and they picked me again. Don't know why. Haven't talked to them. Assholes. 
assholes. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> I'm just going to leave NFA. Um, and then I have the, the Pick'em League, the Fantasy. Yep. And then I'm in the Vancouver Whalers. I'm in the Carolina Kraken. I'm in Nipple Nuggy 2, Electric Boogaloo. Fuck those guys. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so it's Nipple Nuggy 2, the Electric Boogaloo, because Nipple Nuggy, the original one, um, uh, slash deleted after we added everyone a lot too many times. <laughs> so yeah. No, we got some good people in here. So sometimes they meme too hard when they shouldn't have been memeing. Um, anyway, Czechia. Uh, oh, fuck those guys. Uh, SHL GM, Manhattan Rage, one for my college friends. Uh, SHL Development Discord, says so the devs. Um, the top 100 <laughs> of the SHL, top 100 of all time when people were trying to. What happened to that? that? I don't know. I'm leaving it now, actually. Mm. Um, I barely right. did anything Rip. in that. And then the Adam and Rich podcast. Uh, Has its own it. server. Uh, they created it for episode 50, I think. Yeah, to episode 50. Oh, right. Wait, no. They did this back in July. Interesting. But they didn't use it a ton. Gotcha. Yeah. Wait, did the Flyers score score again? Oh, did they? No, they didn't. It was two to four still. You lied to me. But yeah, those are all the discords. And then I'm in Slippy's Dream World because I like to have this, the the Pepe emotes. Sure. And then I'm in. You have some other, you have to have your Pepe's. Some other gaming ones. I'm at another uh, college thing for the ACM that I'm a part of. Um. That's about it. Yeah, I think I had you covered. Uh, yeah, you did like you had so many. I didn't think I would be doing that. Oh, I do gotta. It... I do have to uh, vote for the uh, for the new logo. Oh right. I just need to find it. Found. Yeah. It. Good luck with that. Okay. I, cool. I'll I'll link it so you can vote too. All right. Oh, the new voting. SHL logo? I've already voted. Oh, shit. What did you vote for? Oh, wait. No, I haven't. I lied. Um, I was actually, when he mentioned, like, he did, like, a private poll or whatever. Uh-huh. I voted then. I'm pretty sure I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure my number one didn't make the cut. I might be wrong on what that. What was your number one? I'm try I cannot remember for the life of me. God I'd have to it. go back and look. I might, I, like I said, I might be wrong. I know... See, here's one thing I know about... Okay, he did go back and include the alternate colors and stuff. When he first posted this, like, take, for example, option C. Doesn't look good for that one, in my opinion. What's that? Doesn't look good until you go to... Like, when it's, right. like, all laid out. Better. Yeah, like, what the reason I voted for it as high as it did, or as I did, was because it had all of the different options, like even for like different teams, the banner, the logo without the text, the logo with the text, like it gave you flexibility. Some of these, some of, there were some better logos, but all you had was a logo. And it's like, okay, that's great. Literally can't even use that for the top banner. Yeah. It would just be a logo chilling in a corner. Tweedles Nobody would know what good. it's for. Right. Teddy's so, is always good. Yeah. 
but like oh my it's actually hard i like tweedles i like donini's the best i think that was actually the one i voted first but i can't remember i'm gonna oh it's hard because i really do like tweedles but i also really dig uh donini's one what happened to carrie's that might have actually been what i voted I think, yeah, Carrie was having a little bit of fit. Because I, I feel like I would, if I saw the number one I voted for, I would know it by looking at it. Oh, I have to PM Eggy to vote? Fuck that shit. No. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. No. Nope. No, it's nope. Eggy's multi account, actually. That, yeah. Nope, I'm still not bothering writing a PM uh, over this. Logo. <laughs> Dude, every vote counts. Logo vote. Option number four. I hope we finally get a new logo. Though. We desperately need a new logo. I think this is coming about two hours, by the way. It, it is. <laughs> it uh, is I... Okay. So like an hour of actual deep dive talk and then like an hour of various other topics. Hello? Ev Evans? Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. So yeah, what, we've been recording for nearly two hours at this point. We started at 7.04. Yeah, I think this is a good time to end. <laughs> yeah, we could probably wrap it up here. We've, yeah. we've strayed far, far away from where we started. If anybody's <laughs> still listening at this point, God bless your soul. Probably Joe. Joe K. Joe K, if you're listening to this, DM me. Definitely. Your favorite, your favorite color. And uh, I need to listen to the latest Joe K for that matter. So I'll probably do oh, that while watching the Canes game. He did have a rant about uh, Hamilton breaking Sims. Oh, hell yes. I'm definitely listening now. Yeah. Phenomenal. Because I know I had already been talking to him a little bit about it. but Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I expect it to be a excellent, excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Especially because it's number 23. Michael Jordan. The go. Michael Jordan, baby. Sink those three, just baby Michael Jordan. How about, how about that hot take from Adam today? That what, what did Adam say? He said, Space Jam is to blame for furries. That's a hot take. It's, it is a hot take. I would say Looney Tunes are the cause of furries. Where does Animaniacs fit into this? Human, no, just regular animals are the cause. Bestiality is the cause for furries. Done. Done. Sealed up. We solved it. If if you animals would just buy poppies, yeah, that would fix everything. Mm -hmm. Pay your dues, man. Uh, this has been whatever the podcast name was. Uh, I think you went with Deep Dive or something I, lame like that. Deep Dives with, with Luke and Evans. Luke it and really Evans. It really do be like that, don't it? It really do be like that. Come back next time if they let us record another podcast or Hamilton hasn't completely broken the league where we'll talk about something else for an hour and hopefully actually stop at that point. Yeah, probably Hamilton or we can do the history of punishments in the league 
Ooh, that could be fun. Yeah. Then we get to talk about Wally some more. Yeah, we could talk about Wally. That could um, be an hour podcast in itself. Yeah, the rise well, and fall ooh. of the goddamn Portland Dude, Admirals. Let's do that. I mean, it, it, rise and fall of the Portland. If we Admirals. do that, let's don't focus entirely on Wally. Let's no. let's go all the way back to the expansion and do the JP stuff, the the nine and whatever. I think there was like a seven win Portland team at one point after that. Yeah. And then just, going back to the finals and then imploding under Wally and then becoming the cute little lion with the heart tongue. Yeah. That, that would be, we need to do some regional research on that. We will. Down. We will. I think we just found our episode two topic. So something productive came out of the second hour of this show. Well, yeah, right at two hours. So right at two hours, we should end this now before we go on another tangent. We we should do that. Besides, we need to research for that. So thank you to anyone who listened to at least part of this podcast. If you're still here, what the fuck are you doing with your life? But um, I hope you've enjoyed the first episode of this collaboration, and uh, look forward to having another one. Yeah. You really nailed the farewell there, Luke. Bye. Craig Helps if I... <laughs> You're not allowed to leave. You can check out anytime you'd like, but you can never leave. Hotel California. Do we need an intro song? I don't know. Is there anything with deep dives? <laughs> Holy diver. No. Wait. No, I've got, got veto is that. Isn't there a song called History Road? Maybe. What's it called? Maybe. No, it's not history. I don't know. History, history song. I, there are other songs about history. I don't like, know. Whatever. Whatever. Bye. Bye. <laughs>